baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jace and our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, Texan Roofing, Mainstream Marketing, and Boyd's One Stop. And uh, I hate bad news, but uh, Jimmy Buffett passed away last night. I've been getting text, and I've seen it on social media, and that's... uh, that's a shame. Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. All right, looking at weather. This is bad news, too. Well, it's it, it's 83 on the island this morning. It's going to be probably 90-plus today on the island, which is warm for there, almost 100 in Houston. But uh, today they are calling for some scattered thunderstorms during the morning, hopefully. I'm not seeing much to it, but uh, sunny skies this afternoon and hot, high near 90 east-northeast winds. 10 to 20 at rain chance today down on the island is 40 percent tonight clear to partly cloudy low of 82 south southeast winds 10 to 20 and then for tomorrow a few passing clouds otherwise sunny a stray shower or thunderstorm is possible about a 20 percent chance of that and uh, winds will be west at 5 to 10 in the morning becoming south southeast 10 to 20 in the afternoon Looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel Tide predictions, and there's four of them. You had a low occur just after midnight. It was an 0.5. Then we have a high at 6.45 a.m., a 1.4. Then a low at 12.38 p.m., a 0.6. And a high at 7.18 p.m., a 1.6. Sunrise, 6.57 a.m., sunset, 7.40 p.m. Our moon phase is 95%. We're on the backside of that. Two big moons we had the last two nights. All right, looking at current conditions offshore, it's south-southeast at 2 to 4, 86 degrees, 87-degree water. Galveston Channel, it's 86 degrees with 89-degree water. South-southeast at 1. Eagle Point, it's west-northwest at 3. And up at Borgens Point, it's west at 2. So basically calm. Pretty nice. And it feels pretty good out there this morning, so... Better than it has been, but it is going to get hot in the afternoon. I looked ahead on the extended forecast for about 10 days, and this is not going away. It's going to be uh, quite warm. All right, well, let's run over to Sabine this morning. Let's check in with Captain Bill Watkins, see what he's up to. Bill, good morning. How are you, man? Doing fine, sir. How about yourself? Ah, Sounds like you're on the road early this morning. I am on the road. Going fishing. Going wet a line. Uh, yes, I'm going wet a line. I've got a got a foursome going to be in the boat today, and that ought to be exciting. Foursome, folks. Yeah, foursome. <laughs> I got uh, and some folks I probably haven't fished with before, but uh, it'll all work out. Yeah. Not, not a problem. What do you think about these last three or four mornings? It's been so cool. Yeah, it's been like nice. Seven degrees. Yeah, it's just been really. Yeah, nice. if you get above I ten, you know, north of I ten, it's it's a lot cooler on the high ground. It's it's been around that eighty to eighty two, you know, on the coast. But uh, you get a little farther north, it's a lot nicer. I think when I talked to Richard, what was that uh, Thursday morning up at Conroe? He said it was like sixty something degrees. That's but that felt good. Well, it's 71 right here now. That's awesome. And that's that's nice. It, it really is. You get up and do something 
for the first three hours of morning you can make out. No doubt. But uh, it warms up quick. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I've had I've had log trucks going by on the road right next to me for uh, two months, and they completely coated everything in my place with powder dust. You know, those big heavy trucks going down that dirt road and the north wind mornings, they just coat me. I mean, More. Every, I had to, I've had to rinse the boat off three times sitting in the barn. Uh, it just, and it's just sand washes off of the boat down the floor, out the scupper holes. It's, <laughs> it's just been an unusual situation. I know they've hauled 250 loads of logs out of there. It's just a, a constant procession, five or six trucks uh, at a time. And they'll do that, turn it around three times a day. Mm. So, well, I'm telling you, that has been a filthy situation. Plus all this, this dry weather. There's dust hanging on the leaves. You know, it's about 20 yards through those trees to the to that road any kind of a north wind at all and I get coated <laughs> I've considered going over there and asking them to do a, a water truck on the road but hopefully they'll just get through and get out of there it sure yeah. does uh, sure does keep me busy wash it yeah. and if it would rain that would wash all the, the sand off everything but that's the way it is. I'm out of there. I'm out of their hair today. If they uh, <laughs> they haul logs on this morning, I'll be I'll be at the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> they won't be seeing old Bill. Anyway, I've got high hopes of catching fish this morning. I think I'm gonna do well. Well, you got prime conditions. Yeah, it's, it's four tide uh, day, nice. and the wind is calm. It's very nice this morning. Yeah, and the water is going to be uh, completely beautiful. Uh, I, I should have. You said the wind was out of the southeast this morning? Well, in one location, but uh, it's variable. Mo most everything's kind of west at one or northwest at two. Uh, that's nothing. That's, yeah, that's, that's kind okay. of a straight up and down wind there. <laughs> nothing, nothing to worry with. Well, here's here's my running buddy Dustin Seaton going down. I guess he's going the same place I'm going. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he's a young guy over here. I see he's uh, pulling right down the same highway. Wonder how crowded well, it'll be I, today I with I'm, Labor Day weekend. No, you might see a lot of boats. I think that there'll probably be a lot of people out. A lot of people have been going up to Rayburn. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, everybody's everybody's kind of uh, they go each way nowadays. You'll see uh, you'll see boats going to Rayburn or Toledo, and then turn right around, and they'll all be down at the coast. I, I mean, it kind of depends on where Facebook says everybody's catching fish. I think wherever they're biting. Load up and go. That's right. Yeah, these uh, these center consoles are so versatile. You know, they they go whichever way they want to go. You know, my boat is equally comfortable in uh, in, in in the Gulf or at Raber. It, it doesn't matter to the boat. Yeah, it'll do whichever and whatever. Matter of fact, I don't I don't see a bass boat in my future anymore. I'm not saying I won't switch out to that, but uh, you know, one day I might get a wild hair and go back that way. Well, it'd be nice if you were financially able to have both. That would be, but uh, <laughs> a country boy like me can't afford two of those no, boats. Man, I'm good to keep one boat going. One vehicle. Yeah, really. 
<laughs> well, do you have any kind yeah, of game plan for today, or are you just going to go back and run your same old traps, or what? I think I'm going to. Well, no, I'm not going to change locations yet. Um, that'll come later September. But I am going to go into the lake some today, probably the southern part of the lake. Mm -hmm. I'll be doing some of that. And, uh, probably probably be uh, throwing most of the soft plastics today. I'll probably be throwing K Wigglers and down south and uh, perhaps even uh, Little John's. You know, when they get on the shrimp, that Little John's hard. How do you not throw a Little John, you know? That's just uh, that How do you not tried throw it? and true. I've got all three of those packages up in my uh, under my console seat, uh, ready to go, and a, a plethora of jig heads. <laughs> so we're ready to rock and roll. And uh, color-wise, it's been white or a glow with a yellow tail. And uh, on up in the day when the water gets really pretty and clear, uh, we're switching out to the more natural baits. Clear baits, red flakes, yeah. blue flakes. <clears throat> it's uh, but it's color's not the issue. If you just go fishing, you'll yeah, you being on them's the main main thing. Oh, that's that's everything. Got to land on them. Fine tune. Throw what you want. Yeah, you can fine tune it from there. Uh, not a big issue. Uh, colors color is never. The number one issue in my mind. It's always presentation. The style of yeah, presentation. If you do that right, you can catch them on a lot of different things. But you know, all lures are not created equal, and sometimes, sometimes I feel like a paddle tail, and sometimes I feel like a rat tail, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, it's. Sometimes I even throw a grub. If I'm fishing flounder, I throw a sickle tail grub. Right. That would be my my favorite thing. Uh, and a whiter lime truce, or uh, actually just a regular shark chartreuse, or one that glows preferably. You remember the old colorite grubs? Yeah. The colorite tail deal. I've still got probably two hundred of those sickle tail grubs. That, that guy made and they they were fabulous they, they do everything i need them to do i remember a lot of people used to throw that old stingray grub too you know with that kind of flat yeah. tail on it and that beaver tail looking thing oh, on yeah. it with all those ribs yeah 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 that, this one's styled a lot like you that. know and all that stuff would work again if we'd just throw it i mean you can go back to old baits and and still produce like these new ones but Man, we're fishermen. We got to have new stuff. You know, <laughs> the latest and greatest, <laughs> we're the biggest right? suckers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Something new comes yeah, out. But... I got to have it. I'm. I want to get it. Well, it's fun oh, yeah. trying to figure out how to throw it and how to use it. You know, make fish bite it. That's true. That's what's most I mean, fun I, about I'm, it. I still love my lele. And hot rod too. Oh, hot rods are. and lilies—they still work. They're fun to fish with, man. Yeah, but they do. I'll protect mine. Boy, I'll, them big reds show up. I'll, I'll switch over to soft plastics. Get away from it. <laughs> That's right. I don't it's, want that. It's hard to swallow a fifteen-dollar bait getting broke off. <laughs> it sure is. And look at these yeah, new you know, swim baits these bass guys are throwing. Anywhere from $75 to $300 baits. I mean, oh, that'd be a heartbreaker no to bust one of those off on a big redfish, man. Just There's just no way I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, know, seriously? I know that their, their <laughs> deal is to sell baits. Right. And, you know... We do that a lot too. Boy, you wouldn't have to sell many at three hundred dollars a pop. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> That's comical. <Jeez. laughs> oh shoot, man! I even can't at seventy-five dollars. No, I, I don't. Somebody'd have to be giving me those baits. You know, I'd throw it. Yeah. If somebody let me have it. 
but from a guide point of view, you go broke. How about guy. furnishing those to customers? Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, shoot, there, uh, Cap. I just broke off another one of your baits. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sitting down crying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a like a little kid sitting down I'd be crying. Going to the dog, man. <laughs> yeah, that's. There's no way. Not. I think there's a probably a different way to do that, but you know that uh, you watch them on major league fishing. That's not usually something they throw. That's uh, they're they're more into the standard stuff because their idea is to catch more fish. The big ones will come. They just need to. They just need to catch a lot. And I always thought that was. That was my favorite thing. I've always had a gift of being able to find bass, and find trout, find redfish. Um, I've been able to do that for most of my career. Right. In, uh, in a situation where they turn you loose on a lake mm-hmm. in your boat and say, okay, here's, here's your first session, go find them. I, I would be able to do really well in that kind of environment. But when you're fishing these local tournaments, regional tournaments, and you got to catch five pounders on every cast, you got to put five of those together yes. to be able to, to be in the hunt. That's that's where I always had a little bit of a weakness. That's pressure. <laughs> that's pressure. That's pressure there, buddy. Yeah, and you yeah. know that the guys that spend more time on the water are going to catch those fish. Oh, well, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt about that. You're fishing behind from the (laughs) get-go. Speaking of pressure, let me knock this quick break out. I'll be right back, buddy. Hang on a second. All right, i got to get some gas anyway, buddy. Throw that nozzle in there. That gas is cheap right now. All right, you listen to the Outdoor Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. My Maria, don't you know I've come a long, long way. I've been longing to see her when she's around. She takes my blues Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 420 here in the Bayou City. All right, Bill, we're back. All right, buddy. I got my I got my expensive load of gas, and uh, I'm back in the truck here. But I still got to go in and buy some. Well, I didn't take long. <laughs> no, I just bought thirteen gallons. That's how that's much was it a gallon? Uh, well, I bought the mid grade, which was three fifty nine. Said no, three fifty nine nine. Yeah. I noticed national average this morning was like three eighty five or something. Yeah, that uh, I can get it uh, for three twenty four nine here at this station for regular. Yeah, but I kind of like kind of like to run some of that better grade through this uh, through this new outboard while I'm breaking it in. So I'll feel better about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suggest that, but I had a Yamaha rep tell me one time that that you buy you buy the eighty seven octane in it because it's going to be fresher all the time. Yes. A lot of people don't buy the mid grade or the high grade, and uh, so I've kind of kind of tried to split both ends of that. <laughs> yeah, all these new engines they're designed to run off at uh, low grade at eighty seven. Yeah. And I know if you can, a lot of people try to run uh, uh, no ethanol gas, but that's hard to find. Yes. It's, it's very expensive. 
So I try to get the ten percent or less. Mm -hmm. That's what I try to go with. And that's you know, you you'll be okay with that. Yeah, you'd go broke buying non-ethanol. <laughs> you sure would. <laughs> yeah, you would. That's tough. <laughs> and that's probably the cheapest to make, you know. But, you know, that's what Harry sells up there at Penwall Marina, you know, there at Penwall Campground and Marina at Livingston. He's got that non-ethanol. Yeah. yeah. You can uh, you can get that here in Vider, but, boy, it's expensive. Whew. Oh, no, it's it's not cheap. But, you know, I, I went to that, you know, just buying the uh, – true fuel stuff you know for like my small engines weed eaters and blowers and you know small engines that i use around the the house there to do yard work and buddy it's first pull just pump the bub and hit choke and boom it fires right up i've never had a minute's trouble with carburetors or anything in 10 years yeah that's uh yeah if you do that, you'll be better off. That's you know, you sure. can afford it that way with, you know, those small engines like that. And, man, it just, it makes all the difference in the world. Yes, it does. And, you know, that that uh, that ethanol gas is corrosive to the to rubber hoses. Oh, yeah. The fuel the, the alcohol in there like eats that. all that stuff up, man. I mean, when I first started guiding way back there uh i had one of my uh, fuel pump diaphragms uh on that yamaha just it ate it up oh it eats them up and they had corrected that they'd gone to a different type right and, to, uh, to withstand that with it after that yeah but within nine months i had already gone through one and i thought man this is a problem and uh you know, Remember the fuel corn, lines, the, guess, uh, those premium fuel lines that used to come with Mercury and Yamaha and all that? It was that gray hose. It had the plastic yeah. liner inside of it. And yep. when I the first time that ever happened to me, I was fishing Sabine Lake, and I got over on the east side over there. We weighed fished, and I got ready to go back <clears> to the music park to pull out. And I'm running along, and it just, it just choked down. And it would idle, but I couldn't get any... And what was happening, that liner had broke loose inside of that fuel hose and was sucking flat, and it was starving my engine for fuel. We had to idle yeah. all the way in, but uh, that's what I it was. I had the same exact thing happen You could to pump me. the bub same. and then kind of get some back pressure on it, and it would open it up, and it'd take off. And then it would suck down again, and that's what it was. It was that, uh, that plastic yeah. liner inside that hose was sucking in. It broke loose yeah. from the hose itself. Yeah, it would collapse. Exactly. And uh, that was supposed to be the latest and greatest stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, I had this, I had that same issue, and, man, I was irritated. I'll get out. I, I, <laughs> when I pumped the bulb, I could pump the bulb and get it back up and take off, and it choked down again. I said, oh, well, I figure that's ethanol. And, I, I mean, I nailed that one up. Back then, I was a lot smarter than I am now. <laughs> I was sharper. Well, about I every thought, every two and a half, three years, I'll replace that hose. Even the good stuff they have now, I'll go ahead and run a new one from my tank <clears throat> under the hull back to the engine yeah. and put a new bub on it with that, too. Yep, I'm going to do that this winter. Just to be uh, safe, yeah. Sure. Uh, it's about time for me to do that again, you know. Yeah, that's, that's one of those kind of things you just... Uh, you have to keep maintained. I don't like being towed in. No, there's nothing worse than, than breaking down out on the water, man. Yeah. And there's a lot of little things like that you can do to prevent those things. Because, you know, these outboards are so good now. I mean, there's just not many they uh, are. Many problems you have with them. They've, uh, they've adapted to this new fuel and what we're having to run. Actually, this garbage we have to run through our engines. That's basically what yeah. it is. You need a you need a ten micron uh, gas filter mounted at the back of the boat. Yes, you got to have that spin on now. To be sure you get that get that moisture out of there, collect that, and change that. Uh, 
every about six every hundred hours or every two hundred yeah. hours. Yeah, about every six months for me. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You want to be sure and do that. Everybody needs to have that. That's just uh, or do it every oil change. You know, because ethanol collect it. It it draws moisture. Yes, it does. <clears throat> some some things that corns for like corns for drinking and uh, not for gasoline. <laughs> 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 I think I think if everybody would stick to that, we'd be a lot better off. Yeah, I was trying to remember uh, these two Irishmen. <clears throat> I think it was in that uh, Bobby Jones Stroke of Genius movie that one guy's brother gets off the train and he's going to be the new head pro at that club his brother's going to move on and uh and uh as soon as he gets off the train his brother hands him a bottle and uh of whiskey and <laughs> he takes a shot of it and he said he said yeah and, and even here in america they make their corn out or their whiskey out of corn and <laughs> they couldn't believe that <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually it is better <laughs> yeah, corn corn goes a long ways. Uh, yeah, and it ain't Some cheap anymore either. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> just ask everybody at the deer lease this weekend filling all their feeders up with that granule gold. Oh, oh, Lee, man, I think I paid thirteen dollars and seventy five cents a bag for fifty pound sack. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just, <laughs> I, I just filled up my two feeders in the yard this week. There you go. I get my squirrels coming, and hopefully I might get a deer in there. They, uh, if you you go into that deer lease behind my house, it's uh, 2,000 acres of nothing but prairie <laughs> and right. stumps. They have cut everything back there. You can see over the curve of the earth without a Man. tree. <laughs> oh yeah, they cut it, cut all of it for pulpwood. I mean, just whacked it down. And yeah. I mean, it's been going on. They they moved in there October last year, and and cut all through. They November. clear cut all that. They clear cut that much. And aggravated those poor hunters back there, and then they moved in here in in uh, uh, first of August, no, first July this year, and cut all the way through. Oh. And I think they're just about cut out back there. It's, it's nothing but prairie, and I haven't seen a deer. <laughs> They've all moved on somewhere. Oh, they don't else. have any cover. Yeah, they got to have cover, man. They don't have nothing. No, it's no. nothing back there. It's just hilarious, uh, and they got they must have to pay thirteen or fourteen hundred dollars to be a member of that. Oh no, that's just that's too hard to swallow. Well, all right, Bill. Well, I hope you have a good day out there today, and not too crowded. And you catch a lot of fish and get in early before it gets too hot, man. Yep, that's my plan. All right, buddy. Well, so if somebody you have wants to call one, you, man, I. Yeah, uh, 409-673-9211. That'll get you there, buddy. All right, my friend. Well, Bill, you have a good Labor Day weekend. I'll talk to you next week. Catch them up, man. Give it all you okay. got. All right. Every time. That's, that's Captain Bill Watkins over at Sabine Lake, and I need to take a moment to tell everyone about the Belleville Meat Market located right in downtown Belleville. They're a short drive from Sealy off I-10 or Hempstead off 290. Just go downtown, look for the big white sign, and their meat marketing and processing facility are right next door to one another. And uh, if you're looking for some great deals, they always have it going on at Belleville. They have the best processing ever. I've been using them over 15 years now, and nothing beats their great processing. And check out their fresh ground beef, three fifty nine a pound. When you buy 10 pounds or more, more, you can get it in that bulk pack. Homemade hot dogs, they have them in original and with cheddar cheese. And uh, they're introducing their prepackaged seasoned beef fajitas, seasoned chicken fajitas, and pork pastor. And the Belleville will be closed Monday in observance of Labor Day, but they'll resume 
you know, normal business after that. So check them out. Go by. If you've never been to the Belleville Meat Market, you owe it to yourself. Stop by when you're up that way. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 435 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's check in with the fish dude this morning. Good morning, Richard. What's going on, bud? Not a lot more. I like this temperature out here, though. How it's nice is 70. it out there? Man, it's about 70 over here, so it's, it's not sweet. bad. I'm telling you, the thing is, I got, got in a little late yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to go do much, nothing but check feeders and stuff, so. Right. So uh, this this morning, I figured them I figured them coyotes wasn't gonna be running around yesterday in that heat. So I figured I'd hold hold off this morning and get out there and see if I can't get a few of them called up, get them yeah. rascals to come come visit a little bit, and then maybe this maybe tonight get out there and see if I can't get some of them corn thieves t- taken care of too. Right. So, yeah, then dump a ton of corn. So then I'll be in good shape. <laughs> If I can get this ton of corn done, I ought to be in my hip. I ought to be in pretty good shape. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you better be careful. Ah, oh, you know it. You know it. There ain't no doubt. I can pull the truck right up next to it. Just take my time. That's the yeah. main thing. Get get in there little by little. But it's it's all good. And it's, I'm glad that moon's kind of kind of down a little bit. That way, it ain't staying bright out. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, it's still bright, but it ain't nothing like it was that what day for you. Still ninety five percent though. It's just... I know it. I know it, but I can't see all the way across the pasture. That's the thing. When it gets, <laughs> it's so bright where you can see all the way across the pasture at this time of the morning. Boy, it was kidding. bright the other night. Jeez, you ain't kidding. That's all right. How'd that how'd that affect them tides? Is the tides way up on that thing? I, you know, no, not re- not really. I mean, you know we. You, you're going to get, you know, pretty good uh, tides with a full moon anyway, but uh, not like our fall equinox coming up. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah, wasn't sure how that thing. Yeah, that's coming up this month, so we'll be getting some good. They call them spring tides in the fall, <laughs> and fall I'll tides be darned. In, the, in the spring. It's weird how they call it, you know. But I'll be darned. I didn't know none of that, so, I mean, that's something, that's something new on me, but it's. Yeah, it, you get out there. I like them four letters that fall. Well, that's just that's, one less excuse you got to use with your people when the fish aren't biting. You don't have to worry about tides. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I tell you what, you, though, you need wind-driven I, water. <laughs> right. I just I'm ready for some dang old rain. That's the main thing. Good night. It's everything out here just dry as a bone. It's I mean it's crazy. It so, is, same buddy. thing. Same thing around over there too. So. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing changed at Central Texas or East Texas. It's dry. Ain't no doubt, but it's, uh, I was ready to get out on the water. I know that. That's, that's, that's killing me. I figure after this weekend, I may, I may get to break out the bass boat, see if I can't do a little bass fishing this next week, as long as everything lets me anyway. So yeah. we'll see how that works out. Well, I'm pushing. ready. Well, I got to, though. I can't stand sitting around like this. It's killing me. You know, I'm doing the best I can to make make sure I heal up, heal up good. But I just—it's being away from the water for this dang long is just horrible. I mean, that's that's what's—I don't know. Well, it's good to take a little break. It'll make you a little hungrier when you go back. I like taking those breaks, staying off the water for a little while, and then when you go back, you're I don't hungrier. mind. I don't mind it for a week or so, but good night, it's a month. That's the worst part. I mean, it's just I can't I can't be away from that water that long. That's just <laughs> no matter what. I mean, it's just, I, mean, I, just I gotta get back out there. So uh, it's gonna ain't happen. Good there, no, no, I'm just ain't up with it. That's the that's the biggest problem. Just cannot get enough of it being around the water. Now I don't mind being out here with these these deer and stuff and stuff and. It's still there's still nothing like being on the water. No matter what, you can't beat it. Get out there on the water. Ain't nobody gonna mess with you. You know, just do your own thing. Have a good time. Figure out some dang no fish, and uh, 
catch all you want, play the rest back, right? Right. And, uh, and get out here, you know, get out here. This is a good change every once in a while. Get out here, get that piece of You know, especially is one of the biggest things, you know, because like I said another day, and it's the last time I was out here, I think it was the uh, first part of July, they, uh, me and my son were riding around doing some, <clears throat> doing some coon hunting and ran across a, a half-eaten fawn, so, and it, it was a fresh kill, too, because, you know, he had a, he had one of those, uh, he had one of those burst scopes that heat, heat detecting things, and man, right. you, you can see the heat coming off that dang dead, that dead uh, fawn. That was so, a fresh kill. Yes, that was absolutely a fresh kill. So it's like yes, a lot of that I, going I, on I, right now. A lot of these uh, fawns are getting uh, eaten up by coyotes. Yeah, and I will tell you what, I can't stand it. You know, it's you know them coyotes are. It's it's just one of them things. We got a neighbor up here in Lano that he that goofy rascal. He, he won't shoot the dang things. And he had two of them standing in his front in his front yard the other day. He said, "They're looking at me. We shoot them. Get take them rascals out because he feeds deer in his front yard. You know, there's dang many of them huh. around here. You don't take much. You know, you get a little corn on the ground that you'll have fifty of them in your front yard before you know it. And then uh, he said, "Yeah, he's out there looking at them phones, and he's got goats and everything over there too. So they'll take them goats out if he don't watch it. You know, hey, and sure will." I guarantee you they will, because we used to, we used to run them with some Barbado sheep and the mouflons over here a lot. Every time you'd have some youngins, boy, they'd take them out. It's just no matter what. And one of my uncles years and years ago, he had had those those fainting goats. That's the, you can't have a fainting goat around a bunch of coyotes. <laughs> they fall over in the coyotes. Yeah, it's an easy pickings. <laughs> I mean, he figured that out real quick. He lost everything one of them because they just. A coat, step up there and growl out at them, they'd fall over. Just it's fall like, over. Okay, hey, come eat that's me. Easy. That's it. That's easy enough. I mean, good night. So, <laughs> Panic yeah, <that's>, attack. <laughs> I, those, those are the goofiest goats I've ever seen, though. If you've never seen them, it's, I mean, they just lock up. I've seen videos of them. Around. They just oh, lock up and just fall over, man. <laughs> that's the dangest thing you ever see, too. I mean, it's... Yeah, can you you can only imagine with a coyote standing there what they're going to do. It's just not going to it's not going to end well for them. Easy pickings. So, yeah, I guarantee you, boy. But it's you know that's that's one of those things. You know, the, and then the pigs out here. I've not seen seen very many much sign of them yet. But there's not enough water around right now. So any little any little mud hole, they're going to be watering. Yeah, them. they're going to be close to water, food and water, I man. Guarantee, guarantee you, there ain't no doubt, and that's. That's one thing I've been checking all these old old ponds we got around here, and they're just all dried up. So we've got a water trough that they, everything comes to. So it's you know one of those cement troughs, and it's the uh, mm-hmm. you know it's about a five hundred gallon trough. So everything comes to it, and it's always got water in it, no matter what. So, uh, but the but the ponds they're just, they're just all dry. I mean, cracked up bottoms and everything else. So there's not even a speck of mud in them. And normally that's that's where you're going to see them hog wallers is when they get off in there. But, but uh, it's I, I'm ready. I'm ready to get a little bit of water. Get, well, uh, get you know, stuff. jury's still out on how good deer season's going to be this year for most of the state. Some areas will be better than others, you know, due to this drought just changes the game for everything. It takes its toll on on wildlife. and uh, It does. Well, we shall see come November. Everybody starts hunting. Yep. I'll tell you what, I've not seen any big stuff over here yet. You know, that's, we were riding around yesterday evening, and, and there's uh, you spotted a couple of low bucks, one of them, you know, year and a half old, a little spike. And there's right. nothing, nothing about about uh, about a year and a half old, and he, he had already broke one side off. So it oh, just, boy. Uh, he, I know. <laughs> and they're still in velvet, so they, they should be coming out of velvet pretty quick. You know, normally the first part of September, they, yeah, they, they knock all they that should stuff be, off. Uh, Getting having those bloody looking horns, you know, rubbing all that felt off. Yeah, yeah. Normally, normally it's funny, you know, you'll be looking at them one day, and then the next day there's they'll be in velvet one day, and the next day it's all gone, every bit of it. It's like goodness, they they got that off there pretty quick. Because I I watch them on camera out here all the time, and and uh, you get out there, and normally it's the end of August, first part of September. There's 
within the first two weeks of September, most of them will have it all knocked off. So it just, and there's still a few of them out there. You know, I haven't seen a hard horn out there yet, but they'll get there. As I know it's coming. So, but there's, you know, yesterday was just, like I say, we just rode around to kind of look and checking cameras and everything. Had four cameras out, had three of them bad. So, right. That's, uh, that's the thing, and then got one feeder that's not slinging right. So got to go. That's what the plan is this morning: get everything back in working order, and and uh, then get get back in the game. Get some cameras on the ground. Your feeders, so you, got, you still using the uh, batteries, or you got solar panels on them, or what? We got you got solar panels with the twelve volt batteries. All, right. Always use twelve volters, and uh, you know I've got most most of ours we've built. You know I got two. I hadn't got four feeders out here. One of them holds 2,500 pounds, another's 1,200 pounds, and they've got two more of them that are about 400 pounds each. So it's, uh, you know, it's got to get them little 12-volt uh, timers and slingers on them. And, and it's, I got one of them, I, I, for, I guarantee you, since we've started putting a feeder down there, you know, 50 years ago, this thing, every single year, something happens to it. I don't know. Why it doesn't ever want to work right? But just for some reason, that rascal—it's the same one every year. And I can replace everything in it and put it out there. Work great for the first week or so, then it quits. So I don't know what the deal is. Squirrels get to it. You know, we run the copper tubing around mm-hmm. from the solar solar panels down to the slingers and batteries because dang squirrels will chew everything up and they climb right off in there oh, with yeah. it anyway. Because yeah, I know, dang tree rats and them suckers go to slinging that corn out you know it's fun to sit there and watch them coons do it every once in a while because they'll you used to uh, we didn't have cages around them you'd sit there and watch them coons just sit there and sling that slinger they'd have one of them slinging the slinger and the rest of them on the ground eating it. <laughs> and as they'd reach off in there and just go to spinning that thing to get all the corn out of it that's just uh, then they'd go to ripping ripping the flaps off of it everything else and they just destroy it more than they more than there were, so it's yeah, it's just one of them things. Constant maintenance, but that's all right. It's all fun. That's well, what I like Richard, be it. safe coming home. I'm sure that traffic's yes, going to be miserable. But uh, if somebody wants to call you about coming up to Conroe and fishing with you. How do they get a hold of you, bud? Well, Mickey, anyone get in touch with me at nine three six 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 one seven nine two zero. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dude Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudetx.com. Or just check out the webpage, fishdudetx.com. All right, buddy. Richard, have a good one. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Yes, See sir. You Y'all have fun. All, All right. right, later. All right, that's the fish dude up on Lake Conroe at the Deerleys this weekend. All right, let's run down to Matagorda and check in with Captain Charlie P. Charlie, good morning. How are you? Morning, Mickey. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Well, I'm not... Swallowing a little pride this morning after losing to the Yankees. Man, I'd rather lose to anybody. Yeah, I hate it, too. Oh, I really man. do. Vintage, We're either hitting big vintage. time or we can't hit at all. Yep. Yeah. It, uh, we had 57 hits in uh, five games, and what did we have, four hits last night? Yeah. Pretty pathetic. Yeah. And uh, Seattle loses, Texas loses. Yeah. We needed to, we needed to go up a game on all of them, and that just yep. didn't work out. That's the way it is. It's the way it is. I'm taking the weekend off. Just uh, are you? Good. Watch baseball and football all weekend and relax, and get back at it next week. Yes, sir. But, uh, Still waiting for a weather change. Need some rain bad. I don't see <laughs> when, me. When you texted me, said, yeah, sure is good to have Verlander back. And the very next pitch, <laughs> Giancarlo Stanton hit that one that still hadn't landed yet. That hanging curveball. Yeah. I mean, what did he give up, four homers last night? That's just nuts. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. He just, uh, he said, here it is. Hit it if you can. He just throws it right down the middle. I just, yeah. uh, that's living dangerously. Well, I guess we've seen the best of him, but. Oh, yeah. We needed, we uh, we needed something. You know, we, <laughs> yeah. hey, it was part of getting old, man. 
you lose a step or two here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Several steps. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, but I don't miss no bites. I, I get a bite. I'm catching him. Yeah, buddy. It's just getting yeah. on them. <laughs> well, we uh, we're almost over the hump on this uh, this damn hot weather. Two or three more weeks of it, and oh man. You know, I'm it's just what, it. what's scary is this damn water temperature being so hot. Jesus. Yeah, but as long as it stays hot here on the high ground, I mean, we got high pressure on us, and it's going to keep them away. Look at out in Atlantic where there's not any of that high pressure. They're spawning like puppies out there. Yeah. <laughs> They're all over the place. Yeah. It'd be yeah, nice to get true. a little tropical wave of some kind in the Gulf and wet this coastline down. Sweeten these waters up a little bit. You know, it's funny how the year started out, you know, up till what, first or second week of May, we were we were yeah, getting we were, plenty of rain. Just yeah, the right we amount of rain, you know? Everything was perfect. And then it went to hell in a hat bag. Jesus oh, Christ. I'm telling you. Man. Yeah. Mother Nature got mad at us. That was a, a long stretch of low tides, a very long stretch of low tides. Uh, we should uh, we should have these tides coming up now and ought to have some shrimp coming out of the marsh. And, yeah, we'll get our fall equinox and all that will start developing. And uh, we'll find out uh, what's left out there. We got, uh, we got hit pretty hard with those... Uh, croaker fisherman this year in East Matagorda Bay. That's what I heard. I heard of it. It was nonstop. Very hard. Every day, every weekend. Yep. We'll see what happens. You know, even at three fish a day, uh, if you're doing it every day the same place and, you know, multitudes of fishermen, it, it takes its toll. Doesn't help. Oh no, there's no doubt it's finally catching up with us. Yeah. You know, we kept saying how many times did I say on this show, I can't believe the fish that keep coming out of that bait system. I know. You know, it was, it was crazy. There's been some pretty uh, pretty nice trout coming out of the surf. Sounds like down your way and up this way here lately. You know, some lot better fish, better quality. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know the the guys that are going to the surf are not complaining about the sharks and the skipjacks like no, the they're all in the bay. Yeah, <laughs> all the sharks and the skipjacks are inside the bay, man. Yeah, I know. I went to one day. I had to go look down west last week. I think it was Friday, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was still dead down there, but there were sharks everywhere. Oh, boy. Everywhere. Mainly Man. black tips. But I, I did have a big old bull shark come up and rub up against me. Not good. And, uh, and, Sizing uh, you up and smelling of you, buddy. And he turned. I don't know whether it was that me having that, that shark man thing on my leg or not, but... He turned and shot off real quick. Well, a lot of people swear by those shark bands. Yeah. I didn't go down west enough. We, we just didn't have the fish down there. I just don't understand it. They just were not there, you know, to really test it out right. Yeah. You know, to have a bunch of fish on your stringer. But uh, <laughs> I think it works. I think it's going to help. It can't hurt anything to have it on, you know? No. That's, uh, if shark get any worse, I'll have one on each ankle, one on my stringer. <laughs> around your wrist, too. Huh? One around my wrist. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think A lot we'll of people swear call. by them. They, they claim it deters them. You know, that magnetic field or whatever it puts off. Yeah. Sharks don't like it. Yeah. They sure like the fish you're catching. 
that they do. We'll just keep wearing it. We'll keep testing it out. And we'll see for sure. True. Hey. Yeah. Prove it doesn't work. Uh, well, Charlie Paradoski wearing two bands this week was uh, eaten alive on Cottons and Greens area in West Mountain Bay. <laughs> it's always a possibility. No, that ain't going to happen. But I wouldn't want to get bit. That'd be nasty, wouldn't it? It would Cause, be. Because once that blood hits the water, blood in the water, here they come. They're all going to come to it before you get back to the boat. You have, have a legion of sharks following you back to the boat with a bite. You know, I Bites can think happen, of a, but they're, they're rare. Yeah. I can think of some close calls, you know. Reaching oh, yeah. out there to grab that trout, and all of a sudden, here he's right in your face. Yep. Man, old Ben. Well, we got them yeah, bad this man. year. Yeah. But the bulls, man, all, all the bull sharks up my way, they're tailing these redfish. You know, the bull sharks like them big redfish anyway. Or yeah. Big bulls. Remember when Rudy had weighed bull shoals at night and he'd have to fight sharks off of them while they were catching all them big reds at nighttime, biting them off right behind the head, big old giant redfish. <laughs> You know, he always claimed that's where he lost his teeth. Yeah, he had, he had his stringer in his yeah. mouth. My dad and Uncle Jimmy mouth. were fishing with him that night, wading bull shoals. And, uh, really? Yes, and uh, he got to catching them out on that one tip in to the east and in the dark out there. And, you know, when Rudy getting the fish good, instead of putting his stringer back in his belt, he just holding it in his mouth and... Uh, a shark hit his stringer and uh, jerked his teeth out the front. That's why he had that bridge. Jerked it, and he he just kept fishing. It didn't even slow him down. He told me that story many a time. Well, it was true. That was a true story. He wasn't lying. Rudy, was Rudy, would bend your ear a little bit, but uh, no, that was that was a true deal. I was on bull shoals in the middle of the night, one o'clock yeah. in the morning. Bull reds and bull sharks by the hundreds. He was a character. <laughs> he was something else, man. Oh, God. All the memories. Well, Charlie, yeah, I got to run, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming down to Matagorda and fishing, will you give them a number, man? Call me on my cell phone, 713-725-2401. All right, buddy. Charlie, pull him Astros through tonight. We got to win two of these games at least, man. Let's do it. All right, buddy. See you. All right. Take care of me. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 